Welcome to the Career by Design podcast. I'm your host, Prayer. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to design the career of your dreams while feeling empowered. I'll be sharing inspirations and strategies that will help you get results. So welcome, everybody. This is the Career by Design podcast, and I want to thank all of the audience listeners. We have over 500 listens at this point, and I'm so, so excited that you are listening to the podcast, you're getting something out of it, you're appreciating it, and I would love to know in the comments and in the reviews what additional topics you want to talk about. Now, today's topic is really a very, very interesting one, and it's all about how this idea of perfectionism and this idea of waiting really keeps us small and stops us from taking the action that we should be. And I've got a really amazing guest on. I've got Maria Henning, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. And she is going to be talking with me today all about perfectionism. So Maria, the audience would love to know a little bit more about you and your background, and then we can get right into it. Wonderful. Hi, everyone. My name is Maria Henning, and I teach self-trust, and I'm also a human design guide, but that's a topic for another day. And I'm really excited to talk about the idea of perfectionism today. We're going to look at how it's related to trusting yourself as well and taking action, which is kind of my favorite thing. So I'm excited to jump in. Fantastic. So Maria, I have been thinking about this topic a lot in the last few weeks, just because I've had several client conversations who've come to me around their career. And what they tell me is, Maybe there's some type of challenge that they're experiencing. They are looking to land a new career or they're not fully happy where they are. And yet they're so, they're so unsure and they don't want to take action. And what I hear the most is that they're waiting for something. And these are the things that I've heard a lot. They are waiting for some time of the year. You know, so they're saying, okay, fall is busy and then the holidays are there. And so I'm going to wait till the new year or they're waiting to finish some type of certification or course or educational um, degree that they're completing. Some people are waiting and they're saying, oh, I'm going to wait till, you know, my kids are a little bit older or XYZ will happen or the house closing is done. And so I really see people putting their dreams on hold and I, I feel like there's something else there that they could be doing to really push further. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's that concept of waiting. There's there's so much there. And I think that we can sum it up by saying this. This is what I believe. When as adults, right, as adults, we see other people and we compare ourselves to them and we see where they're at and we compare other adults to other adults. And because we typically see people at their best, we think that we have to always be at our best. And so what does that mean with taking an action? We think that we need to be like right out of the gate, good and perfect at what we do. And so the action that they're thinking of taking, it's like that first action that they take, they're thinking that it has to be the action. They're thinking that it has to be all perfectly planned out when in fact it doesn't really need to be. And there's there's this disconnect between, I can start taking action, but it can be you know lowercase a action, right? It can be tiny things. It can be messy things. It can be 
figuring out things. And here's the thing too with that is we, we don't necessarily associate taking action with learning. We feel like we need to learn a lot, gather a lot of knowledge and you know synthesize everything in a perfect way in a perfect spreadsheet or Trello board. And then we can take the action, but really learning comes from taking action. And again, it doesn't have to be that big, 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 perfect action right out of the gate. And that's what I feel like is happening when we're waiting, when we're waiting for the perfect time, it's because, well, when the perfect time comes, that's when I can come out of the gate with my hundred percent. That's not necessarily the case. You can actually start, sure, you know, holidays are coming up around. Can you read a book on your topic? Can you start taking that type of action? Can you start to write down a couple ideas for your business if you're if you're a business owner? You don't have to buy the domain and do all the branding now, but can you start at least to do some things, write some sticky notes down, talk to your friends about it, start taking some some sort of action. It does not need to be that big 100%, I got everything figured out type of action right away. And it's it will almost never be like that. I can relate to this so much, Maria, because I can tell you that I can identify with this myself. So while I see it in my clients, I think that I've actually been doing the same thing with my podcast. So the last three weeks, I was thinking... I'm unclear about the topics. Like you said, I need to gather some more information. I need to script it out a little bit more. I need to figure out what the people want and maybe find the, you know, the, the right speakers and what to do. And I feel that the reason I was doing this is behind all of that waiting and waiting to be perfect and that information gathering is the fear that I won't succeed. It's that fear of failure. It's that fear of feeling that what will somebody else say or how will my viewers see my podcast or I should say listeners, how are they going to hear my podcast and what would it be like? So I would love to hear more about your perspective. Do you think that this happens because people are fearful of not getting the outcome that they want and then further feeling that they're not going to take any actions at all in the future and that feeling of not being motivated and failing. And so, you know, you feel almost like, okay, if I can't even do this piece or if I do it and fail, then I'm never even going to do podcasts again. And so I don't want to take that misstep and I'm just going to take a pause. Why do you think it happens? We are going to experience fear all of the time. The vehicle that gets you over that bridge or, you know, the, the thing that bridges the gap between you, the fear and you taking action is you actually trusting yourself. No, you're not going to take your first big action and make a million dollars. And if that's failure for you, then why would you ever take that action again? Right? Like that's, if that's like what's going on in your brain, like, okay, we, we start there. However, when you actually sit and trust yourself and you said, okay, I trust that I am going to be able to figure this out whatever way happens. So, so I can, I trust that I can actually learn the skill to make this podcast what I want it to be. So let's take your example. So we're talking about the podcast, right? So can you trust yourself to actually learn the skill of podcasting? I, I view everything as a skill. Podcasting is a skill. Your first podcast is going to look drastically different. I mean, you're already at a hundred podcasts. I'm, I'm assuming already there's a big difference between the first one and the hundredth one, right? And then the first podcast is going to look even more different than the thousandth one, right? Why? Because we've been building the skill over time and we've been trusting ourselves to handle all the missteps and all the successes even that happen along the way. Because here's the other thing too, we're afraid of failure. We think that we're not going to be able to get out of it. We think that we're not going to um, be able to move past it, that that's the end of the world. Um, and really 
at the core level, humans, what really we fear is death. And so it's not like I'm going to die because I, because this podcast failed. It's be, I'm going to die because people ostracized me and like that I'm going to be alone. And then that's going to lead me to, you know, life ending things. I know that sounds dramatic, but really this is what's, this is our survival mechanism in our, in our body. It's keeping us alive. So then there's a fear of failure. It's actually a fear of death. And again, I know it sounds intense, but when you sit and think about it, that's really the core fear that humans have. However, we have this other fear of success. It's like, well, what if it does go well? Can I handle that? Can I actually up level in that way? Can I actually take that big leap? When it starts working out, what do I do? I wasn't prepared for this. So we have fears on both sides. And again, that fear of success is again, I'm not going to handle it. And therefore something bad is going to happen. And therefore I'm going to die. It always leads back to that. Again, I know it sounds morbid, but it's true. Um, and you, the, again, what bridges the gap is, can you actually trust yourself? So a couple of extra things there. Can you trust yourself to take real messy action? And can you trust yourself to like take the action and then like laugh at yourself and cringe at how bad that was the first time that you took the action and give yourself enough grace to actually learn through taking the action. And that's what I find that a lot of people are missing. It's not just the, okay, you can intellectually understand, okay, I'm not going to die. Right. But if you can't even accept that you're going to make mistakes and have to laugh at yourself and have to be embarrassed by yourself and like look back at your old branding if you're starting a business and sort of chuckle at how terrible it was if you can't even get to that point it really becomes very hard to take any sort of action because you're it's just battling with yourself all of the time instead of I'm just going to trust that I can figure this out and it's going to look kind of funny along the way but I can do it there were so many little interesting tidbits in there, Maria, that I loved that you talked about, right? So we talked about this concept of self-trust and for the listeners out there, I've got a whole podcast on confidence. I believe it's episode number 105. And the whole basis of that is building trust with yourself, self-trust like Maria's talking about. And then I also loved this concept, Maria, of you saying that you're able to look at your actions, your imperfect actions, and then look back and like you said, really chuckle at them and really laugh at them because you were bold enough to take the action, you took the steps, and maybe it didn't turn out exactly as you thought. And then the third thing that you said, which is so interesting and which is so true, is that every time there's this fear of failing, your brain will literally register it like it's the end of the world. That is exactly how it feels. And so I've had so many clients as well, and they talk to me about public speaking, especially making presentations at work, right? And the thought in their mind is, you know, they feel like it's the end of the world, just thinking about it. So before they've even taken action, they're already thinking about, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. And it, that fear just paralyzes you and it just stops you from taking any action at all. And then the last thing, like you said, also was that, you know, you are constantly battling yourself. And this is the other thing that I find so interesting is when we started the podcast, we talked about all of these external factors that people are waiting for right? So the right time, the degree, all of these things that are outside of them. And they think, okay, once those factors are aligned, I'll be done and ready to take action. But what you said is so amazing. It has nothing to do with anything outside of ourselves. It's our own battle. 
And usually we're fighting ourselves along the way. And that is such, that's such a tough battle to win, like fighting yourself, every thought, every action. And so I'm sure that our listeners are going to want to know, Maria, what's the solution? So you're battling yourself. You have these fears. It feels like you're going to die. It's the end of the world. You know, you talked about self-trust, but how do you move past that? And can you tell us maybe a little bit about yourself where you felt like that at one point and you were able to move through that and how you did that? Or maybe even a client story. When we, when we're saying like, oh, when I get the degree, that's, that'll be the right time. Or when X, Y, Z, that'll be the right time. It's really because we're saying me as I am now, I'm not capable. There's something wrong with me. There's something um, just not yeah, there's, there's something wrong with me that I'm not, I'm not capable yet. I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. Um, there's, it's a lack in you that you are experiencing. It's not because of the degree or the, or the perfect time or, or the, the perfect situation. Um, it's really because you believe that you're not capable. So I like to teach everything in baby steps. And like I talked about, I view everything as skills. If you right now, if you're listening to this and you're like, no, it really feels true that I can't apply for that job before I have the degree. Like if that's you right now, you're listening to this and you're like, it really feels true for you. Okay. There's something, there's something there, something where you feel like you're just not at that level yet. What can you trust yourself to start doing? Well, I trust myself to start like looking at the types of jobs that I want and start to get inspired by that. I trust myself enough to start to reach out to some people on LinkedIn and have some conversations with them about that type of job. Um, I trust myself enough to actually have a conversation, a real conversation with a friend where I'm telling them how I feel and how I don't feel ready to do this. Then you keep continuing to trust yourself and take action. And every time you take an action, here's the most important thing. You need to accept and integrate the fact that you took that action. You need to sit and be like, cool, I did that. I cannot believe I reached out to somebody on LinkedIn to have a coffee. Like, wow, I've never done that before. That was really amazing. And now you're capable of more. But if you continually dismiss every single one of your actions and you don't see them as worthy and you don't deem them as worthy, you will always be stuck in the same place. <laughs> and this is what happens with imposter syndrome. This is what happens with tons of fear. fear you're experiencing this threat to survival just because you're about to public speak. It's because you don't think that anything before has qualified you to get you to where you are at. And here's the thing that is going to be, it's one of my favorite mantras right now. You are worthy even when you don't feel like you are. Your accomplishments are valid even if you don't feel like they are. You don't have to think that your accomplishments are valid for them to just be. I've been practicing this for a long time, so I can go say, I'm going to move to Germany and I'm going to be fine. That's something that I'm doing soon. Um, you know, I can start a business and I'm going to be fine because I've been practicing this for a long time. I want you, the listener, if this is new for you, start practicing the small things. And again, every single time you take an action, please, please, please go celebrate it as it makes a difference. I know it sounds cheesy, but I promise you it does. We are so, so aligned, Maria. And the last bit that you added about the celebrations, that is something that I work on with my clients as well, is everything that they do for the week. I have them write it down, talk about it. And I also like them to do something about it as well, because I feel that celebration is so important. And you're also building your list of evidence, like you said, that you are capable, that you did take action. And 
The whole point is if you can't recognize your own accomplishments, think about going out there into the job market and talking with employers and recruiters and other people. If you can't even recognize your own capabilities and all of the actions that you've taken to get you here, how can you really expect someone else to do that and see that in you? Right. And so, like you said, I think it's about taking smaller actions, bite sized baby steps. It's about celebrating the wins and doing something really nice for yourself. So, for all of my friends and for many listeners, you know, my thing is champagne. I'm sure you see it on my Instagram all the time. I love champagne. And so, this uh, Thursday, I had a really fantastic celebration for myself because I had a big win around my job. And I wanted to celebrate that. And I wanted to remember and recognize myself. And, you know, Maria, what you said about the job, you know, maybe you're applying for something because I know that that is a circumstance that many of us are experiencing now is you're looking for a new job, you're looking for the right type of role, and people feel that they don't have the right skill set, maybe, or capabilities, or there's some type of fear in applying. And it's how do you bridge the gap? So I had this really, really beautiful client. She happened to be working, you know, for Disney, and she wanted to transition into social media marketing. Now, her thought was she wasn't ready. She wasn't ready to apply for those jobs because she felt that she didn't have the experience. Turns out two things. So she had her own company, which she was uh, which she was successful in by using social media marketing. And to bridge the gap, she felt like she wanted to have an internship first. She wanted to work for somebody for a short amount of time, really prove herself. And that is the way that she could build her self-trust and take that baby step before she took on a full-time job. And so she did that. She did that for eight weeks. That made her feel confident. That made her feel good about her decision. And then she finally landed that dream job that she wanted in social media marketing, but everybody needs that kind of transitional thing. So like Maria said, if it's just talking to a couple of people, if it is just, you know, doing whatever you need to do, as long as you're moving closer to that goal. Yeah, no, that, that, that's exactly, again, what I teach is like, we need to start like where we're at and we can't pretend that we, you know, have to come out of the gate again at a hundred percent. Also, I love that you celebrate with champagne. My personal favorite is chocolate chip cookies. So I also had a celebration this week with my chocolate chip cookies. They're the best. Um, love that. But, yeah. <laughs> no, and it's so, and, and here's just to go back to that really quick. I just want to point out, you get to celebrate how, however it feels good to you. Please do not look at Instagram and be like, I got to celebrate like this. Do what feels good to you. That's the most important thing. But to really give you the main mantra that I live by, and this is, the message that I continuously share, it's trust and go. It's not to trust other people or trust the circumstance or whatever. It's trust yourself and go take the action. And it starts small and it's actually cyclical. Like I said, it you build upon itself. So as you trust yourself and go take an action, it then builds more trust in yourself and then you can go take a bigger action. And that's my message for you. And you're just going to watch that trust snowball and snowball and snowball and become bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're going to be taking massive cliff jumps and leaps and crazy action. And you just, you get to like love yourself enough to take the very tiny first step today. So you can start that snowball rolling. So that's my message for you. 
Thank you. And thank you so much for being here. Um, For our listeners, I really hope that you get some inspiration out of this podcast. I hope that you are able to take one small action towards your career goals, whether it's applying to a certain job, applying to something that you think is out of reach, doing that thing, starting the business, whatever that looks like for you. I really hope you get some inspiration here and you're not waiting to be perfect and you're not waiting for everything to align. And like Maria said, hopefully that will cut down the timeline because that's the other pieces. I know you'll get there. It's just, do you want it to take 10 years with a lot of struggle and fear and anxiety, or do you want to take those smaller steps and really, you know, accelerate your trajectory. So thanks again. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure that you subscribe, you share, and leave me a review. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Career by Design podcast. I hope that the strategies I shared today will help you on your journey to an amazing career. Be sure to check in next week for another episode. And for more tips, follow me on Instagram under inspiration underscore careers.